Hello, this is Naked Nerd, telling you to listen to the Naked Nerd Podcast, where we talk about body positivity, news and naturism, and everything nerdy in between. Listen to the podcast on Podbean, iTunes, and Spotify. As I say in the podcast, live nude and be yourself. Stay tuned. Naked peeps, and you're listening to another episode of The Naked Nerd. I am the Naked Nerd himself. How are you doing, everyone? So, let's begin by saying Happy Spring, everyone. It is springtime. Springtime. Uh, I was about to say springtime for Hitler in Germany, but we are not in the musical The Producers. Um, but it is springtime here in Australia. It is starting to warm up and not entirely uh, uh, fully warm just yet, but it is springtime. Now, uh, just a reminder to listeners and everyone out there, it, even though it is springtime and it's getting warm out, we cannot be complacent, particularly with COVID. Um, as I said on my Instagram post uh, just recently, uh, enjoy the springtime sun, but do not be complacent. And we can't be complacent right now because even though it is getting warmer and uh, numbers of COVID cases here in Australia are dropping, it still doesn't mean we have we can be complacent about things. We have to take things very seriously. Um, even myself, I've had to uh, use the, the mask just to make sure that I am safe particularly with my asthma. Um, so make sure that you are doing the right thing. Um, a big shout out to uh, those of you who are in uh, Melbourne and Victoria. I hope that you're doing well. I hope you are doing the right thing. Uh, make sure that you are safe. i also like to give a big shout out to everyone who has been following me and has who have been sending messages. I do have a couple of... Uh, tweets I'd like to talk about. So in a recent episode that I talked about uh, fake nudes, uh, so that's where I talked about uh, potentially fake nudist uh, content, I actually had a bit of backlash. And um, this is from one of my followers. And I respect their opinion uh, wholeheartedly because they actually have been uh, really forthcoming with me. So I thought I would share that first. Um, so this is from Nude in uh, uh, FL, which I assume is Florida. Um, they talked about how uh, I might have been wrong about a particular site. Um, but they basically wrote this. With all due respect, I wholeheartedly disagree that a true news is a site for swingers and not nudism. I've been a member of the site uh, for over 11 years. Is it perfect? No. Have I ever counted users who were fake nudists? Yes. But is it? it is more about nudism than, say, Twitter. Um, I would agree with you on a couple of things. Um, with True News, though, I actually uh, accidentally misused that particular website. I was actually referring to a different website, but... Um, it actually went by a similar name, but not exactly true nudists themselves. Um, so I do apologize for that. But um, yes, there are going to be websites that uh, that have fake nudists. 
and I and I say fake news in the sense that they pretend to be news but act as if uh, act out of other reasons. Um, but let me continue. In general, whether it be true nudists, Twitter, or OnlyFans, internet sites slash apps are just tools. Even when nudism is stated is a stated goal, uh, you're going to encounter people who will try and exploit their access to users and promote things that have nothing to do with nudism. Uh, further, there is no universal definition of nudism. While local laws can prohibit allowing nudism activities and resorts, clubs. Uh, Sorry, clubs have their own rules of behavior, guidelines, and qualifications uh, to be a member. No one has been given the task or authority to define nudism. Um, he end uh, he end with one man's nudism is another man's exhibition of sexuality. Some users of nudists have said members of the LGBT community can't be true nudists um, because our goal is to have sex. Uh, for me, nudism is doing things I do not uh, I do normally uh, do only naked, where legally and socially acceptable. Um, so it actually took me a while to kind of dissect all of this, um, because um, part of uh, what he was saying is actually quite true. Um, there is no one definition of uh, being a nudist. Uh, people use their own definition of nudist to practice their own uh, ways of being uh, naked in the world. Um, they and and he's absolutely right when talking about how different clubs have their own sort of uh, set social and behavioral rules when it comes to going to certain results. Absolutely right. Um, but I must say that. Um, in terms of there being a correct way of going about doing things, I would say sites, uh, not necessarily true news, but other sites that I mentioned in the previous podcast, where they heavily say things like, oh, we promote, uh, nud- uh nudism and, uh, anything to do with body positivity, but in actuality, uh, promote more uh, sexual activity, it's not really necessarily doing the right thing by this, because uh, for a lot of people, their definition of being a nudist has nothing to do with sex entirely. Uh, but everyone is entitled to their own opinion, and you don't necessarily have to uh, like or necessarily follow my opinion, uh, or the opinion of others, but the opinions are there in the world. But... I do respect anyone who has an opinion to uh, send to me or anyone who uh, likes to share their opinion. I'm not going to discredit them entirely. I'm not going to be that person to be like, no, you're wrong because blah, 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 blah. Because let's face it, there's already, we're already living in a world out there where there's too much anger and too much angst when it comes to having different opinions. Um, but let's uh, say that there's opinions and then there's facts um but i'm not going to go into that because let's face it uh i could write a seven part book about this and it would be called harry potter and the uh political identity of others i don't know um (laughs) anyway um 
So if you ever do have an opinion that may not necessarily be what I do share on the show, please feel free to send in uh, your two cents, uh, whether it be through email, which is nakednerdpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also uh, send in a message on my Instagram uh, page, um, on my Facebook page, um, and the details of that will be on the description of the show. Now, moving on. Um, so some very sad news over the, over the weekend, um, with the actor of Black Panther, uh, Chadwick, uh, Boseman. Now this is a, is a death that really touched a nerve with me because, um, I myself, I'm of mixed race and have a bit of African descent in my blood. Um, mainly because, uh, his role of Black Panther really puts, uh, this aspect of being able to see myself in movies, to be able to see, uh, power in my own identity, be able to see at least uh, someone representing myself in film and in a very powerful way. Now, Chaswick Boseman has appeared in many other films, one about um, the godfather of Soul, James Brown, and uh, another movie he did about uh, uh, Thurgood Marshall, um, but his his time here on this great planet of ours, it was really short. And one of the things that I've been noticing a lot over the last couple of days is that people have been saying, instead of rest in peace, they said rest in power. And rest in power just goes to show how much of an inspiration that he was, even on such a short amount of time that he was... Uh, visible to us. His role, as I said, as as Black Panther, really uh, touched me because I am a, I am a Black Panther fan in terms of the comic book, and a fan and a scholar of uh, of the Black Panther movement. Um, his role in this particular uh, comic book movie, his role as a Black Panther really touched me in a way that gave me, uh, the strength to be able to see that I do have power in, uh, this world. My actions, my words actually have power and meaning. But his words, his way of portraying, uh, certain characters did the world justice. And it's a justice that I wish, uh, I would have been able to see more of, and I think I speak for a lot of the world where we say uh, we will miss him so much. Now, I must say, um, it hasn't really sunk in for me, at least, because it just didn't feel, it hasn't felt real. At first, I thought it was one of those uh, hoaxes that unfortunately people do. Uh, on the internet that I really, I generally thought that this could have been a possible 
uh, Twitter or Facebook or Instagram hoax where someone hacked into his account and said that he was dead when he really wasn't. I was really hoping that that would be the case. And what we end up finding out is that uh, his death in itself was something that he had been struggling for quite a while. That he had hidden uh, such a very powerful illness. Uh, so for those of you who haven't been following along, um, he died of cancer, colon cancer to be precise. And... Um, he hit this for quite a long time. He was at stage three, and then it began uh, to really take its toll, and then went to stage four. Um, there is no stage five for those of you who are wondering. There is no such thing as stage five cancer because stage four is when cancer, the cancer itself, spreads um, in different parts of the body. For me personally, I, um, it just added how powerful and great he was. And it, not just in his role in Black Panther, but what he actually did as part of that role. He would go visit hospitals. He would go visit uh, children's hospitals to help out. He would volunteer. He did all these magnificent things uh, in, in spite of how he was uh, suffering. And he had multiple surgeries uh, to help him out. Unfortunately, his time on Earth was not long. And my heart goes out to the Bozeman family who are grieving at this point. Um, and as much as um, I'd like to ha take this personally, I cannot because I did not personally uh, know uh, Chadwick Bozeman. And... To put a personal side on on knowing him, or well, rather not knowing him, would be a, a gross injustice, uh, particularly for those who actually did know him. Uh, which reminds me, there are people who have been sharing tributes about him, but there's also been people who have, who have been saying uh, how certain actors haven't actually come out to say certain things about him. And I like to say that it's not the job of people to say, oh, but you should be making a trip, you should be doing this, this, and this. It's not your job to tell people how to grieve. It's not your job. Um, uh, one such actor that has unfortunately uh, taken the flack of it um, is Scarlet Witch actor Elizabeth Olsen, who has received quite a bit of flack, and unnecessarily so, because it's not our job for, for us to tell people how to grieve. And one of the things that she has been receiving a lot of is uh, people messaging and, like, tweeting, hey, when are you going to say something? When are you going to say something? Aren't you going to say uh, your own thoughts? Um, she's actually taken herself off social media because of... Uh, hate messages, and I, I have to say that it's not helpful, if someone is grieving, particularly in celebrity, it is not the people's job to be like, hey, but what are you going to say, what are you going to say, um, it's not your job, people need to back off when it comes to grieving, people just need to let people be, um, 
when you're grieving for someone, you don't necessarily have the right words. You don't necessarily have the right things to say. Um, and it's a sad fact of life that people, unfortunately, will die. Um, but it's not our job to tell people how to grieve. Speaking of which, if you are dealing with uh, something at the moment, uh, if you're dealing with anything uh, big at the moment, just know that me, the Naked Nerd, will always be there to help you out. Uh, but it's not my job to tell you how to do it. And now moving on to something I actually did want to talk about, and still serious, but in, in a more positive way. Now, quite recently, um, it was uh, We're at Purple Day. Now, for those of you who don't know what that particular day is, so We're at Purple is a day where we re uh, recognise um, everyone from the LGBT, sorry, LGBTQIA plus community. Um, and it's a special day where, unlike Mardi Gras, where we actually... Uh, do a lot of celebration we take this day to recognize that people uh, are different I myself as I said in many uh, episodes ago I identify as bisexual I identify myself as a cis male bisexual man um, now what does that mean so uh, before I actually get into that, let's just talk about uh, what the uh, community is about. So, uh, so there are people in this world who don't necessarily identify as being straight or, or being um, what many people society deem as normal. Um, people identify themselves as either being lesbian, gay bisexual, trans, queer, um, inter, intersex, asexual, um, or not really identifying with, uh, being either male or female or non-binary as the correct term is. Now, we live in a, in a time where People are coming out more and more and identifying themselves in ways that uh, that are really helpful to them. And while it's not my particular job to uh, basically explain everything, it is my job to try and educate everyone. Now, in this world, there are going to be people that may not necessarily be exactly like you, and that's fine. Uh, but... It is your job uh, as citizens of the planet Earth to be kind to one another. And it's something that we've been uh, forgetting uh, more and more. Now, it's something that, in terms of my own struggles with my own sexuality, I've been dealing with for most of my life. Um, and it's not necessarily something uh, that has been rewarding uh, to begin with. But now that I'm in my uh, 30s, closer to my mid-30s, I've learned to accept the person that I am. But for others out there, 
accepting themselves is no easy task, particularly if you don't have uh, any sort of positive um, experiences, but also people who actually help you out in dealing with your uh, own issues with identity. Because at the end of the day, who you feel you are, deep down, that's what should count. It shouldn't matter what other people think. It should only count about how you think. But it's easier said than done. For years I struggled with this. For years I struggled with being the person that, that I am. Because I've been so afraid. Still am now, but not as much. Still afraid that people will shun me or just basically cut me out of their lives. Which people have done. People have done exactly that. Now, I'm not trying to be brave. I'm not trying to be uh, this, you know, messiah or martyr. I'm just trying to be honest. But it is a struggle that I still deal with from time to time, particularly when I do feel quite lonely. But it is a struggle that I feel less uncomfortable about. Um, because let's face it, we have so much and so little time on this planet, we can't, we cannot be uncomfortable with ourselves. If people want to basically hate you on the person that you are, let them. But you should be happy with the person that you are. If you identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, intersex, uh, queer, uh, asexual, or any anything and everything on the spectrum. Um, you will always be loved. You will be always be loved by those who will accept you. Um, I myself am a proud, proud, uh advocates of equal rights. I'm also a proud advocate for those who feel uh, that they're not uh, being treated uh, fairly. I'm also an advocate for those who don't necessarily feel normal. Because let's face it, normal is a word that's just used to... Uh, it's actually a word that's used quite a bit to mean standard. Uh, we don't have a human standard when it comes to identifying ourselves. Um, and it's changing more and more. And people argue that uh, before this time period, uh, that there was never any people who were gay or lesbian or trans or anything like that. But it's not something new. It's something that's been... Um, it's been around for many, many, many years. We've just been conditioned to follow certain standards. Um, now, I don't necessarily think that I'm entirely masculine, but I don't necessarily feel that I'm uh, altogether effeminate. But it's up to you to decide how you feel. It's up to you to decide to identify who you think uh, you represent. It's up to you to try and assert your own identity. 
But it's up to others to accept. It's up to others to accept. And if others don't accept the person that you are, find people that will. And I'm, I was very lucky, uh, pretty late, but very lucky to find people who accepted me for the person that I am. So, I, the naked nerd, am a bisexual cis male who happens to be a nudist. That's my identity. Oh, actually, let me, let me rephrase a little bit. I am a bisexual cis male who is bisexual, who is a nudist, and who is a nerd. Always. Always and wholeheartedly so. And no one can ever take that away from me. So here's what I want you to do, folks. I want you to identify with who you are. Your identity is what you make it. It's not just um, who you think you should be. It's who you think you are. So who are you? And I'll leave that for you to answer philosophically, or you can write to me. Uh, the choice is yours. But I'll leave the show at that. But before I go, I'd like to give a big shout out to uh, Nudistan, who actually emailed me uh, over the last couple of days. Sorry, Naturistan. Naturistan, who emailed me uh, about his thoughts on one of my episodes. But also um, because um, I actually had the chance to look at his content more closely. And in my opinion, his content is actually really good. The content that he actually has on his website, that's www.meanderingnaturist.com, uh, uh, would say that the content on that particular site is worth a read. Uh, he documents quite a bit of his uh, ex explorations. Um, he also mentioned that he was down the east coast of Australia uh, a couple of years ago. So for that alone... I would recommend uh, giving him a go. Now, I'll leave it at that, uh, Naked Peeps. And until next we meet, until next episode, live nude and be yourself. This has been The Naked Nerd. Bye. Bye.